Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Welcome to the two-time Spin Award nominated, two-time Stellar Award considered, controversial, off-the-beat radio station in the land. It is your boy, the Psalmist Voice, with an all-star lineup just for you. Controversial, off the meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go. You're listening to Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. Right now, TPV Radio. TPV Radio.
You're listening to Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Joe right now. PPV Radio. PPV Radio. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, greetings, my brothers and sisters, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, it is a wonderful day that the Lord has made. I choose to rejoice and to be glad in this day. Amen. I know I'm not the only one that's feeling grateful on today. This great Saturday afternoon, uh, we are blessed and highly favored of God to be on the Saturday buffet, uh, being able to share and break the bread of life with brothers and sisters of like-mindedness, some perhaps that doubt that the word has power and strength. We're not mad at you. We come to help you and we come to enlighten you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start off, first of all, by greeting the panel on today and giving you a chance to greet the people. Sister Tammy Jones, welcome to the buffet, and darling, you have the floor. Uh, Can't hear you. It looks like, yeah, it looks like she's not on yet. Uh, she's at 0498 number, uh, Pastor Chris. Yes, she's not on here yet. Zero four okay. nine eight. Okay. Uh, okay, brother John, elder John, uh, darling, how are hey. you today? Welcome to the buffet. Doing great, man. God, be happy to be here. God bless. Another day on the Amen. journey. Amen. Hey, man, isn't it a good day to be uh, alive and well and have a message from God to be able to carry to the people? Because if we're living this life, uh, elder John, and we don't have a message in our heart that can uh, enlighten people and make people's life better, we may as well stay in bed and watch cartoons. Well, what you say? Amen, amen. <laughs> uh, Sister Roberta. Yes, yes, I'm here. Hey, hey, baby darling. How you doing? How you doing? Awesome, awesome. What do you want to say to the people? Sister Roberta, I'm I'm really excited uh, today. I, I got so much stuff locked up, and, and I'm I'm trying to let, release y'all. You got something you want to say today before we get started? Uh, uh, hopefully, we'll get to Ephesians 6, but you got something you want to say to the people today? It's, it's just great to be alive. It's great to just be able to wake up and know you're on this side of the land of the living for another opportunity to just give God praise, just to give God if nothing else, you know, just to thank him that in spite of everything that's going on, Everything that we're going through, you know, the beauty of it, we're going through. We don't have to camp out. We don't have to stay where we are. We're moving forward toward him. And that's the beauty of it. That's our hope, that we don't have to stay where we are, that we can go Amen. forward. Amen. Uh, I had gotten a message earlier today, uh, panel, and the message uh, kind of took me for a loop. And I'm going to share this message with you and, and with our audience. A young lady sent me, um, it's an old message, but uh, you know how we can take something that we've known all of our life and put a different little spin on it, and we can see it in a different way. But uh, this person was talking about the paralyzed man in John chapter 5 and how that man kept waiting on, when the water got disturbed, kept waiting on somebody to come get him and help him in the water. So when he encountered Jesus and he was telling Jesus, 
giving Jesus his story, Jesus asked him a question. He said, do you want to be healed? Or do you want to be, uh, uh, he didn't say healed. He said, do you want to be well, be made well, or be made whole in some, some translation? And, uh, of course, we know that after the man gave his answer, Jesus told him, he said, well, rise up, take up your bed, and walk. Now, 38 years, this man had been ill and laying by that pool, waiting on somebody to help him in. But nobody took the time to help him in. But when he met Jesus, he was able to help himself. Now, I, I believe that we all have people in our surroundings that are waiting on somebody else to give them a hand out. And God is saying, I've already established your life where you can just get a hand up. Just believe my word and come on here. Get your, get your bed up, make it up, and come on, let's go. Let's do this. And Pastor Chris loved to say, let's go. And Jesus is saying the same thing to us. And what, what God is waiting on, Sister Roberta, and, and I want you to uh, chime in, he's waiting on us to decide to walk. What you say? He's waiting on us to decide that there is greater for me, that God does have a plan for my life. And does that not speak volumes to you today, Sister Roberta? Oh, yes, it, it definitely does. It, it, uh, it's what he's been saying all along, that it, it's, uh, it's about what we believe. We act on what we believe. And faith comes by hearing. He had to hear something to believe it. And he only act on what he heard. Right. And we today, that's our, that's our problem. We've been acting on what we heard. You know, you can't do this. You can't do that. You know, all the, the negative. But when we meet Jesus, and he said, he gives us the word, and all of a sudden it builds something, stirs something on the inside, which is our faith, and we act upon it, and that's what faith is. Faith is actually doing what the word of God says. So he did so, what the word God, what God said. He picked up his bed. He was very, you know, he he had the bed. It was He picked it up and just did what, what the word said, which is Jesus, which is the word. So then let me ask and you something, Sister Roberta, and, and uh, Elder John, I'm coming to you. So so let me ask you something. So you trying to tell me uh, all this time I spent being pitiful, I didn't have to be? No, you did It was a choice. Life is choice, truly. And because we... Because we don't know. He went, he went, once he heard this, perhaps that was the first time he heard it because all his life he said, he heard that somebody had to take him in, put him in the pool to help him. But Jesus told him, all you do is pick it up and walk. Well, I don't like your tone. I'm going to Elder John. I don't like your tone. I think you're wrong. (laughs) Let me go to Elder John. Elder John. Elder John. Now, Elder John, some other people didn't help me, Elder John. Elder John, I'm laying here by the pool, Elder John. I need somebody to help me in the water. So now, you mean to tell me I spent 32 years blaming other people for my situation, and all I had to do was get up and pick my bed up? Come on, Elder John, help me out. Amen. Wow. All you had to do was get up and pick up your bed. If you think about it, like you're moving into, into Passover and, and Resurrection Sunday, you think about everything we need um, was done and finished on the cross. Everything we need to survive in our life and today is just finished for us on the cross. And even now, we're dealing with uh, spiritual um, uh, warfare and, and everything was already provided for us. All the tools were given for us. The only thing we have to do is follow Christ, seek Him. 
And then he would, he would make the way through. Hey, man, he already done the greatest. So you know who's going to do that. You've been drinking the same cup of coffee bro brother been drinking. I don't like your tone. Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris come yes, here Yes, ma'am. You, you mean to tell me that in the, in the process of God, there's a place in God I got to do something? It ain't no weak. He don't weak. He don't, he don't twinkle his lips and just boop, and it happens, I have to do something myself? I have to take responsibility? Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> you have to plant the seed. You have to, to be sincere and really want the change. There's nothing that I can do, Uncle Sam can do, Cousin Pookie can do, we, you have to make the decision for yourself for the change to happen. You have to take your mirror. If you take your mirror and when you're putting up on your makeup on, looking all cute, it's the same thing with God. In order for you to overcome your stuff, you got to look in the mirror. And I'm going to be quiet before we get the praise breaking up in here. So, Sister Lorraine, Roberta Jones, I'm done. Back to you. You know, I'm the only one. I'm the only one fighting this process. And I, I just got to see if Tammy is on here by now. That's 0498. I got to see if she's on here because Tammy might side with me. Otherwise, I'm going to have to change my opinion. Is Sister Tammy on here yet? Yes. I do not see her. There she oh, goes. there she is. There she goes. Yes. Sister Tammy. Sister Tammy. Uh -oh. Sister Tammy. Sister Tammy. Uh -oh. I know somebody. Yes. I know somebody that was having a hard time, Sister Tammy. And and they asked, they made the mistake of asking me to help them. I told them to cry out to God from a place of sincerity, and God would open up doors that they couldn't even see and make things happen in their lives that they didn't even know could happen. The young woman began to cry out to God, and she told me just on yesterday, she said, everything seems to be falling in place. Sister Tammy, have we been waiting on the bus and the bus already gone? Help us, Tammy. The bus has been gone. The bus Ooh, never Jesus. came. The bus <laughs> never came. And we were sitting there expecting a bus to come off the wrong thing. I apply, Pastor Chris used the makeup. If I put mascara on my teeth, y'all gonna look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. If I put eyeshadow on my face, it's mm -hmm. not foundation. I can't put eyeshadow right. on my eyebrows. I can't put eyeshadow on my eyelashes. So mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. to do the right application for what you need. Right. Mm -hmm. And to tell her to stay there and wait was the right application because we don't see mm -hmm. the waiting process anymore. Right. That is that is so good because you know we have people that tune in and they want help and some people some are prideful but some are just embarrassed to ask us certain questions. I believe for those people that have those types of concerns panel that God give us a subject matter to hit at to help them. I believe that coming together and collaborating and going home and going our separate ways and have not impacted or helped God's people, we just came together and had a meeting. But when we come together 
and we are able to touch the heart of God's people because we are obedient to the Holy Spirit as into what we're going to discuss. I believe that people greatly benefit, their lives are changed. And I'm not one that want to keep coming to the table with a written, a written agenda. I want to come to the table with an open heart to the Spirit of God, and, and I believe that we all come that way. I'm going to go down the list, and if there's anything that God has given you that was not um, a part of uh, Ephesians chapter 6, we want, to, we want to take those rabbit trails and those, um, those uh, off-the-road hikes on today. Sister Tammy, is there anything that you want to throw out that's, that's near and dear to your heart that can bless God's people? You have the floor. Yes. I hear you now, baby. Okay, yes. good. Well, I really just want us to understand the importance of application, the importance of applying his word to every situation in spite of what it looks like. And not just applying it, but understanding what it's meant for so that we can get the right results. Mm-hmm. As, bodies, as the body of Christ, you know, we're not taught this. And yet we change, but we still don't have a result. So as we begin to understand God's word and get in depth of what he's saying, we'll see the results and the change. But we're taught, we're taught, well, you got to change, or you do this, or you do that. And it's not what God intended. When you go back into the scripture and you have the full understanding, it's not just you that change, but your words begin to change. Your motives begin to change. Things that you were looking at, your um, perspective begins to change. And therefore, we begin to see as God sees and not in this fleshly body that we're in. Mm-hmm. So, Sister Tammy, do you, do you believe that the leadership has placed too much emphasis on themselves as far as having our resolve and not pointing us enough to the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us, who's more up close and personal with us? Absolutely. Because we have put it toward ourselves, and um, we've talked about it before, building uh, buildings, driving nice cars, having nice houses, and there's nothing wrong with that, only when it's applied the correct way. You got, um, my mother had me listen to a man talking, and you got single parents, but you're teaching them to just, just give, just give, but they can't afford to pay their light bill. Mm. But you're sitting there looking good, driving good, your life, everything's safe. Oh, but you got to give, but in turn, they're not the ones who even give to you. Or mm. they had the intent to give, but they never gave. You know, to be perfectly clear, uh, Elder John, uh, we want to be perfectly clear. We don't believe that giving is not a part of the process. Now, we believe that uh, anybody that knows this panel uh, know that we have a track record of giving. We just believe that there are some people. Now, uh, if the shoe fits, don't act like you can't wear it. So if the shoe fits you, go ahead and put it on. They're yours. But if the shoe doesn't fit you, don't take it personal. We're not taking a stab at the church, the establishment of the church, the leadership of the church, 
But we have to understand that there are some people that call themselves leaders and are in leadership positions that are pimping the church as though she's a host. Nah, yeah, oh. yeah. Acting like the church is, okay, we'll be proper. Some people are acting like the church is a whore, and she's not. So we need to quit thinking that we can Say pimp what? the anointing of, of God's people in his house. Now, uh, there is some giving that, that God ordained, Brother John, but there are some times when people want to point us to themselves and they want us to worship them like they somebody's God. And God's people oh, have gotten to the place. We are no longer going to act like we boo-boo the food. If you see stupid right on my forehead, get a soapy towel and wash it off because who ain't stupid no more is me. So, Brother John, oh, help, help people point at us <laughs> towards themselves and not towards God. <laughs> Amen. Well, if I can um, address, like you kind of start off, you talk about the the, moon, uh, the man at the at the pool that was waiting for somebody to come and, um, and put him in. Um, I, I, I tell you, when I take this, this pandemic and we kind of look at it and what has happened and, and what God has done, and it's like this, it's focusing everyone to include the church back to the basics, um, back to, you know, preaching and teaching the gospel and pointing everybody to Christ and not toward mm-hmm. men. And when you think about, like, the season we in now, the, the, veil, the veil of the temple was rent from the top to the bottom. The veil was rent so that we could have direct access to God. So we don't mm-hmm. have to, you don't have to depend on other people. You don't have to depend on your past. You don't have to depend on, you can go to God for yourself. So that's what God is, 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 is turning us back to we focus on him individually to go to God for ourselves and then he will show us the right way. You know, we give honor to him and do you not disrespect him, but Jesus paid the right. price. He gave you life right. so we can have access and relationship back with the Father. Amen. Amen. And and Elder John, we, we embrace we embrace leadership. Uh we're not we're not um we're not a uh, goat. We're sheep. We're sheep. But we're not sheep that's, that's had our tongues uh, 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 taken out of our mouth. We said, bye, bye. Well, we sheep now. Oh, yeah, we don't get us mixed up. But uh, we're not going to see and act like we blind. We're not going to hear and act like we deaf. You're not going to run here by my head and I ain't going to holler, ouch, that hurt. So we're people that believe in the order of God. Now, when you, as long as you stay on the path of righteousness, we're right behind you. But man, when you start getting off and uh, wanting us to, 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 to do things that we are not called to do, then we're not going with you. I'm sorry. Sister Roberta, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to put this in your hands. I feel Pastor Chris pulling at my shoelaces. He done grabbed my hair. I'm not turning him loose. I'm going to let you do it, Sister Roberta. If Pastor Chris get loose today, you got to loosen. <laughs> I ain't doing it. Because <laughs> he want to get oh. loose. You see this, Sister Roberta? He want to get loose. He, he's, he's ready. I, I, can, I can see him. I can see him. He's ready. <laughs> he's ready. All right. Pastor Chris Roberta has released you. Uh-oh. Well, we, should go. It, we, we about to have some shuts today. Lord, listen. <laughs> listen. I got a lot to give God praise for. I didn't tell you Amen. this, Sister Roberta, or Sister Lorraine and panel. I just had surgery yesterday on my back. No. Now, I'm on here now. 
filled with the Holy Ghost because I was ravaged in pain before we went on the air. Let me tell you how good God is. When you allow yourself to be used by God, regardless of how you feel, regardless of how you think, even if Deacon so-and-so jacked you up in the head, even though Pastor tried to jack your money and tell you you ain't good enough because you didn't put a $1,000 seed in the pot. Let me tell you something. God will do what he promised that he will do. He will use you regardless of where you are in your life. I don't care if you just a pew sitter. I don't care if you a deacon that just opens up the door. It is the season for us to do what God called us to do. And guess what? Just a little plug. Year two, second year in a row, we have been blessed to be candidates for this year's Stella Awards. That's God. It ain't me. That's God. So, all I'm saying is this. If you continue to put your trust in God and you don't allow people and folk to tell you who you are and give you an identity that God already gave you, you better pick up your identity and walk with God because God is about to turn you loose. I said I wasn't going to preach, but I got a lot more in store. But I'm going to be quiet because God's about to go ham and cheese on today's show. So let me pump my brakes. Sister Roberta, Sister Lorraine, give me the water because the fire is about to break loose. Back to you. Thank you. Praise God. He just moved on. And he said, 
I'm going to go somewhere where someone will receive me. And then he says that in John 12, he says, but as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. So those that have received him already, he's already given you the power. You are the son of God. And he mm-hmm. said, and, and, and even them that believed on his name. Now he not just 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 believe on his name. Now he gives you the power. So whatever he tells you to do, you do it, regardless of what anybody says. You don't need man to validate you. He already has. God has mm. already validated you. So we don't need man to validate us. All we need to know is make our our calling sure that it comes from God. And like Pastor Chris said, I love his testimony. Because with all the obstacles that the enemy brought his way, he didn't let it stop him. And now he's going on to, to be in on the stellar war. Why? Because he stepped out. He mm-hmm. picked up his bed and, and stepped into the water to be made whole. He didn't let his pain stop him. He stepped out. And when he stepped out, it took away the pain. So we got to learn how to step out. We got to learn how to pick up our bed and get in the mm. water. We can't wait on other people to stir the water for us or wait on other people to get it ready for us. But we do our part and God will begin to do the rest. So that's what we have to do. We have to continue to walk by faith. Walking is an exercise. You're moving. The more I move in faith, faith is the something. Faith is what you're looking for. He's moving toward what what his vision is, his desire is. And the more he steps out, the closer he gets to his vision, the closer he gets to where he wants to go. But if he's standing there coming, I'm going to wait until somebody come and help me. I'm going to wait on the government. No, the government ain't going to do it. You start stepping out. Take that one step. Take that second step. Move on. Keep moving. Keep walking. Because faith is an action where it's exercising. It's moving. You can't exercise standing still. You got to And if I if 
Yes, ma'am. It's time to give God some praise. So let's get it. We'll be right back. Amen. Corey Sherrard, and here's another my pizza fire room. Just tell somebody, I still believe God. A praise goes here. But I don't know if y'all really ready to praise him. Wait. I said a praise goes here. But I feel like y'all playing. You said a praise goes here. I feel like y'all gonna play with the praise. I would have it had I 
gotta go. Put the tambourine down. Just tell somebody, I can't stop trusting. It hasn't happened yet. But I know he will do it. Oh! Because he can't lie. And he will not fail. So don't cry me. I'm thinking about his word. He made me a promise. And the promise is a This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. You're listening to Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. Right now, TPV Radio. TPV Radio. Amen. 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 You know, I was thinking about while you were playing that song, uh, Pastor Chris, how we have to babysit people and beg them to come out of those pits that we find them in to get them to freedom and how people fight the process. Um, I remember how uh, 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 shallow I was when I was in the world, how nobody had to prove to me that what they were handing me was going to get me high and wasn't going to kill me. But then I came out of the world, out of that lane of puff, puff, give, and I came into the church and every time somebody gave me a scripture to, to fight uh, in the realm of the spirit, they had to prove it to me. So now what's wrong with that picture? When I was in the world and they were handing me stuff, drink this, this is going to make you feel good. Smoke this, this is going to get you high. I never went to the drug dealer and said, could you give me um, the description of this drug I'm about to partake in? Could you show me the side effects of it? Could you show me uh, the ingredients in it? I trusted that process. But when I come into the church, and they give me a scripture. I, well, who wrote the, Who wrote that book? Um, uh, uh, how, how often do I have to take this? Do you have something to describe how it's gonna make me feel that's written on it? You know, and and so it's 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 um it's really kind of uh, sad how much we have to prove uh, righteousness over unrighteousness. Uh, Sister Roberta, you have the floor. You know, that's interesting that you said said that because. <laughs> I was saying the same thing uh, to someone, you know, they were talking about the the, uh, the vaccine. And they said, well, it's not enough studying on the vaccine and, and not enough, you know, it takes so much time to uh, 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 um, produce a vaccine for this and that. And, I, and the person I was talking to used to smoke crack. <laughs> and I'm thinking, crack, crack cocaine? cocaine and I'm thinking in terms of but when you were smoking crack you didn't need no information you only had you only needed to know one thing that it made you high and mm-hmm. you believe that it made you high and you yep. got what you believe right and you true. got when yeah. you smoke it made you high so it all and, and, and if you can do that in the world believe something and act on what you believe and it produces what about the word of God? Amen. Amen. What about the word of God? You can take that one that all you did, all somebody told you, man, it's 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 a bad it's, it's bad. It'll get you high, it'll have you floating. And you took that just what they said and you believed it. You believed it enough to act on it. Now just That's take true. what the word of God says. 
and believe it like that and act upon it. Just just think about what we can do, how we can change the world if we have people walking in faith like that. Amen. Amen. With that type of faith. And it's all it, it, it's faith. It, you know, it's so simple. We miss it because we want something deep. That's true. We want something that's so profound, that's so, oh, this deep, this profound, this, you know, this came from, and all Jesus said, just believe. Mm-hmm. Just believe. Take me at my word. All that man did was believe the word that Jesus told. Pick up your base hmm. and act on what he believed. He just obeyed, and he got the result. And that's all we have to do today is obey to get the result. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. So we think was well, something missing. There's a missing formula in there because we need to we need to do something. It has to be something else because we need we have allowed uh, sometimes education theology to just take us away from God completely. That's true. Where God true. just simply said, "Believe." The most simple things that God, everything what God did was so simple. Created a whole universe mm-hmm. of speaking. That's right. And just speaking the word, spoke it, and it came into existence. This is the type of God we have. And he just Amen. Said, just believe. Just believe. Take the scripture, believe it. Stand on it. Believe. How long I believe it until I get what I'm standing there for? Mm-hmm. That's how long you believe it. And, you know, when you was in that club, you weren't going to leave until you got your, 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 whether your high, your dance, your drink, your man, whatever you went in there after. That's right. That's right. You stuck, I ain't leaving till I get what I come from. Till you get, <laughs> till you got what you come for. And the same way with mm-hmm. God, don't leave till you get what you come for. That's good. Like, 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 like Joe, like, like uh, uh, Jacob, <laughs> when he read, he said, "Look, I ain't gonna leave till you bless me." He wrestled with the angels. Mm-hmm. He, he came out mm-hmm. with a lift. But he wouldn't tell. So we're not willing to wrestle anymore. We 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 we, we ask for half a time. And then we walk away. Big man. Big Come man. On, we walk away. Big man. Wow. But we got to stay there willing to wrestle. Yeah. But we say we want it, though. We say we want the blessings of the Lord. That makes us rich. And add, and add no, no sorrow. sorrow. That's what we say. <laughs> we say that, but we're not willing to commit ourselves to get it. We're not willing to stand there until we get an answer from God as to whether we can even have it or not. All we know is, is what we say we want, and we ask God for it. We haven't spoken to God all day long, but the, the, let's don't forget that part. We ain't spoke to God all day. So we come mm-hmm. to God and say, you know, Lord, I want a new car. And if he doesn't hurry up and microwave our answers, we walk away big mad, and we don't say anything else to him until Easter when we get us a new outfit. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm <laughs> dealing with Easter now. Yes, I am. I'm dealing with Easter. I remember when Easter used to mean $5 to me, and I thought I was so rich with Easter because my mother used to give us $5 to go downtown shopping, wear the shoes at that time, and I'm not going to tell you how old I am. None of your business. That ain't your business. Yes, I used to take that $5 and go downtown. That $5 bought me a pair of shoes. It bought me a Kulak outfit, and it bought me something to eat. It bought all of those things with 5 bucks. And if I was careful, I had a quarter left over for the ice cream truck. Those days have have sailed. You no longer can take $5 and go downtown and buy an outfit and something to eat and have a quarter left for the ice cream truck. 
But that's when life was simple. And we didn't rest until we complicated life. And now that we've got it all nice and complicated, <laughs> don't nobody understand it, including you. Now we want to say, well, Lord, you, where you at? He's, he's still in the same place, waiting on us to decide <laughs> that we're going to crawl to the water. That we're gonna mm. that we're gonna ask we might ask for help, but we ain't gonna wait on you if you keep passing me by. I'm gonna just I'm gonna do whatever I can. I'm gonna weaponize myself with the full armor of God, but I know there's a Noah in me that's telling me I got to get to God. Because my mm-hmm. answer does not lie in you. You don't have mm-hmm. my answer. My answer is in is in the Lord and I gotta get to him at all costs. We quit being desperate for the things of God. And we begin to be desperate for the house that sits on the hill and the nice car in the driveway. And we call it success. But what is the car in the driveway and the house on the hill if, you, if your soul is going to hell? Well, Somebody you know, better get Lorraine, that, it goes back to Lorraine. What, what it, you, you brought to mind what, what Jesus said in uh, John the 8th chapter. He told him this. He said, if you continue mm. in my word. <laughs> Then you might decide. He didn't mm. say if you started stuff. He said if you continue. My God, so that's a, You know, sometimes we we watch movies and they say as a continuation. We can't wait to to, to to next week at the same time to turn that channel on so we can we can we can go to the, where where to continue because our our expectation of what's going to get ready to happen, we can't wait to get there to see it. So our expectation of what God is going to do should be so great till we can't wait till we want to continue. Mm. So are you talking about being thirsty and hungry for God? Is that what you're saying? Hunger. Seeking, yes. Hunger and thirsty forget. You know, and, and sometimes we might have to go back and tell him, Lord, help my unbelief. I, I, it's hard for me to believe now. It's, I, Lord, I'm getting weary and well-doing. Mm. I need you to help me. That don't sounds like a little desperation to, to me, more. Sister Roberta. Come on here now. That sounds like a little desperation. We got to get desperate. We got to get that. We got to get, we, like the deer test for water. We got to get to the place oh, where we're standing, Lord. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now she done got thirsty, Pastor Chris. Somebody better get a hold mm. on you, somebody. Now she done got Uh-oh. all thirsty and walked up. You mean to tell me it's okay <laughs> to get walked up over God? Brother John, y'all better get Roberta because you done got off. Amen. Brother John, have you seen your Christian walk to be a walk of desperation for God, sir? You a man? Yes, ma'am. Desperation. And and, Mm. and I said we can just just concentrate on the season that we're in now, just thinking about the price that was paid for us, the blood that was shed on Calvary for us. Um, mm. God already did, you know what I'm saying, what, what no other person could do. You know what I'm saying? A lot mm-hmm. of his son to die for the sins of the world. So just, just thinking about that alone should have you thirsting for more of Christ. Amen? To make sure you're walking in obedience and, and walking in his will. You know, for him to search you daily. You know what I'm saying? To make sure mm. you're, you're lining up with the way he has uh, called and ordained you to live. It should be a, a daily thought. And I said, you shouldn't just be. Uh, concentrate and uh, celebrate because, like I say, it's the season of what we call Easter. We should, as Christians and believers, always remember the the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's why we have the gospel. 
because what he did on Calvary's cross. Amen. Amen. So it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. Amen. So you saying Easter ain't about them Easter egg hunts and ain't about the new outfit, Brother John? It, 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 we've been off with that? We've been off. It's about that blood that was shed for us. and about him raising up with all power in his hand. That's what it's about. Amen. So that we can have eternal now, Brother John, life. come on. I'm going I'm to I'm get off of you because you ain't right. Uh, Sister Tammy, <laughs> you mean to tell me polishing them eggs and having that basket with all them goodies in it, that ain't what we doing? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And if we be ghost biblical, we're actually causing more damage to the kids, to ourselves. Mm. Because we're putting ourselves in financial debt. Because you're thinking, oh, I got to go put on this royal apparel. As biblical, he said it. King Herod, he said they put on that royal apparel. And once we study the significance of what it is, now we come into the understanding this is so far fetched from what God said I'm here to do. Pastor Chris, what about my new hairdo? What about my new hairdo? And I ain't got no red bottom and them black bottom shoes. Come on here now. Come on. Wait, wait now. It's Easter Sunday, Pastor Chris. Eggs is polished. Black bottom to shine. My new outfit laid on the bed. What, what am I do? <laughs> Uh, well, you might want to get your receipt and get your money back. <laughs> Just saying. But uh, see, we we lost total focus on what Easter or the resurrection of Christ is all about. Well, for some of us, you know, it's a yearly event. We got to make sure mm-hmm. we got our best of the best on. We got to make sure we got our uh, hair dyed or whatever it is, new mm-hmm. weave, um, your ball head shined up from the barber, whatever it is, we, we, we try to put on this image. So we sinning all year, wilding out all year, cussing out mm-hmm. Pookie and JJ, mm-hmm. abusing our wives or husbands. But Easter Sunday, we coming mm-hmm. in the church. Looking mm-hmm. all good and dapper, but at the all underneath all that stuff, we are just jacked up from the mm-hmm. floor up. And see, we don't mm-hmm. understand that. See, we've made this a thing. It's like going to a New Year's party. You know, we made the thing. We got to have our hat. We got to have our fireworks. And then just in church, it's like the main event. This is where most churches are full to the brim. This is where tithe and offering is at an all-time high because we mm-hmm. just save up, go to church looking deep. And then next Sunday, I'm back at the club or I'm sitting on my lazy boy watching football or basketball drinking my Coke 45. Man, let me stop. Mm. We already in trouble. So I'm done. So, Sister Roberta, we need to we need to enlighten the people. We need to enlighten the people because a lot of people put that good Easter face on, and they go home. They go in the church as dead men's bones, and they leave out deader than they were when they went in. So the answer is in the church, and you don't have to put a brand new outfit on to get it. Can we just help God's people with what's what's really necessary on Easter Sunday morning? Yes, what's what's really it's, it's 
<clears throat> like everyone said, it's about the resurrected Savior. Amen. It's about Jesus. And and that's one of the things I think we it's a we don't teach people as much that it's all about Jesus. Uh-huh. It's it's about him, what he what he did, what he came to do, and what he finished. And when he finished his job, he gave us an assignment. Right. And the, the, the assignment that he gave us is individual. We come uh-huh. together and worship him on Sunday, first uh-huh. Easter Sunday. <clears throat> Every Sunday should be considered Resurrection Sunday for us because Amen. he was resurrected. Uh-huh. He was resurrected. Shouldn't be just a what man say a, a pagan holiday is Easter Sunday is every Sunday and it, and we would come to the place where get it in our heart and not, it's not about that building it's not about what we put on on the temple this body but it's right. about what's on the inside that he comes the inside reflects what's on the outside not what we mm-hmm. look like but the image right. that we are we are, we are his, his sons and daughters with his children. Amen. Amen. And we're supposed to reflect him. That's the that's the outward door in which that the men should be seen. Not mm-hmm. the red bottom or the black bottom or the blue bottom. Whatever right. bottom. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to be Christ. It's supposed to you Amen. know, you know, on that Sunday, can a can a can a, a person, a homeless person walk in there and feel comfortable on that Easter Sunday and you give him My a Lord. seat, where would you put him? When he walked in that church and he, he, he's homeless and he's all raggedy. He's dirty. Might even be stinky. Mm-hmm. Where would you put him? Would yep. you bring him up front? Would you put him mm. in, the, in, the, in the front row? Would you set him? Where would you put him? Or would you even let him in? Because you got your best on now. Mm. So that's the, that's that's what the, that's what we need to get. You know what? It's not about me. It's not about what I possess. It's about who possesses me. Mhm. Yeah. Who have me? And he got. You. That's right. He got you. And that's what the body of Christ has to come to. You know what? I'm gonna love you. I love you. And look for those that need loving. Like you said, people walk in the church and they they're, they're, they're full of dead man balls. They're hurting. They're in trouble. And they they walk out worse than they walk in. Sister Roberta, we have a question on the floor. We have a question okay. on the floor. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start this off, and Pastor Chris and whoever whoever else have have an answer for this. You you feel free to just let us know and chime in. The question is, when is Easter? Did Jesus die on the cross on that Friday, uh, and and rose on the third day? And if he did, wouldn't that be Monday? Help me to understand. We were. I was always taught that Jesus' um, death was on a Wednesday because you can't get three days from Friday to Sunday. I was always told uh, Wednesday to Thursday was one day, Thursday to Friday was two days, and Friday to Saturday was three days, and he rose on Sunday morning. So um, uh, Easter has been something that we as mankind have embraced, as Sister Roberta stated earlier, as a pagan holiday. It's a time where lots of um, material things are are making a lot of people rich. People buying all these eggs and the dye, the dye, the eggs and the outfits and all of these types of things and 
churches are being bombarded with uh, uh, lots of people coming to uh, celebrate that one and two times a year and bringing their children and showcasing their children and making the children feel like without even verbalizing a message in a child's mind, he always know to go to church on Easter because you put on something pretty and get a lot of attention. So we, we, we've, we've, uh, uh, made this uh, time that should have been set aside to remember what Christ did. We made it something of non-effect. Sister, uh, Sister Roberta, uh, Pastor Chris, uh, Pastor Elder John, Tammy, anybody want to uh, uh, help with this question, feel free. Not all at one time. <laughs> You're Sister Roberta, right. you got something for this? Oh. Hello? Go ahead, Tammy. Go ahead, Tammy. Go ahead. You're you're actually right, and to be a little even technical, it, it teaches us that the resurrection, the crucifixion happened during a Wednesday. On Sunday, he was already risen from the dead because he went and told Martha to go get his disciples to see that the resurrection is now here. Sunday, you forget, he wasn't supposed to perform any work. So by time that it came, and this is where that understanding and taking the application and applying the word of God and getting that understanding comes in place. So you have to be clear when you're teaching this um, story actually to your congregants and to whoever else you're teaching it to. So to, for Jesus to have did work on a Sunday, you know, that that's against everything, right? So he was already ready and already alive, that's why he said the clothes were already folded up. He was already in transition. He was already in transition. And when they crucified him was actually a Tuesday night through Wednesday. That's where the trial took place, because it started with the trial, then the crucifixion, you know. So that's where it took place during a weekday. And Easter is not the man-made holiday. It's not on this day. That they're talking Elder about John, for April this week. I'm sorry, next. Okay. Week. Elder John, you got something for this? Hey man, um, what I would add to this is 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 not in in scripture for the exact day. Um, some have mm-hmm. said uh, Wednesday, a Thursday, or Friday. Um, you got to really look into it because it's say three days and three nights. Now, mm-hmm. if it was the total three days and three nights, that means he rose on the fourth day. Um, but that's not according to scripture. It says three days later. Mm-hmm. Amen. So Amen. my main thing, we understand the calendars was different. The times were different. Uh, what they considered um, the 24-hour system and uh, day and night, all that was different back then. But yeah. the main focus, and we tell everybody, is that he died and he rose again. Amen. That's, that's, Amen. that's what we have to monitor because, you know, we don't want to get – too technical or too caught up in certain things because he got to realize for then even with with education even with teaching it was described in the pharisees um the educated people that crucified amen so we had to be we had to be remindful even in our studying and interpretation to depend on god and look at the, the true meaning of everything and the true meaning is that he died and he rose again for the whole world amen, amen? I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Pastor Chris, you got something on this? Um, I, actually, I have to agree with uh, with Elder um, mm-hmm. because there's no exact 
because again, he was right. The timelines back mm-hmm. then and the timelines now are completely different. And we're mm-hmm. dealing with a, a timeline where we're in the Middle East. It's a whole different can of paint with that. I mean, if you want right. to get uh, theological, of course, we, as human beings, we try to pinpoint things. So that's why Easter is symbolic or a pagan holiday. But we, su- we substituted Easter for the Easter bunny. So, see, this is where the confusion lies, where people think, okay, Easter is we go get eggs, we dress up, and all this stuff. But, see, we can't actually pinpoint the day or time because, again, it it gives us three days, three nights. But Mm -hmm. back then, who knows what day started it? It could have been a Monday. could have been a Tuesday. (laughs) So, of course, we like to bring things so people can understand it. But see, the Bible is a right. mystery. So we, so having an exact time and date, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, Jesus mm-hmm. was on trial on Monday, and he was crucified by Wednesday. No, I'm not going to do that, because mm-hmm. again, we can't pinpoint that. The Bible doesn't give an a actual day. It, doesn't, it just gives us metaphors. So we can mm-hmm. go all day on the metaphors, but anyway, right. that's my take on it. So back to you. You know, Sister Roberta, uh, I, I believe that a, a lot of the, the fuss and fight that we do in church uh, could be alleviated if we would just stick to the task at hand. We have people in our churches who are still caught up in these types of areas, and we're so caught up in being deep and heavy till we're missing the, the main point. And, and, and so like with this question that this person has, now, this person I know personally has been in church a lot of years, but yet and still this is a foggy area in their lives. And so uh, what, what do you say to this caller about Easter Sunday and uh, the Good Friday that, that nothing happened on that Friday? Well, I, I, I agree with, with uh, the, it's not, we, we don't have to put, um, try to put the pinpoint. Uh, what they mm-hmm. have, but the main mm-hmm. focus should be that he died, yes. that he rose again. And the yes. main thing should be that he rose, not just rose, but he rose with power. He rose yes, with authority. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And he told you, I've given you the power and the authority. And when he, when it wasn't like this was an exciting time for them, the, the, the resurrection, because they didn't understand it like we don't understand it. Right. They really didn't understand right. what was going on. Mm-hmm. They, they had a, they, 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 I mean, not to the depth of what Jesus was doing, because they were saying that he was gone, he was dead. Mm-hmm. And then now, mm-hmm. you know, somebody talking about he's risen. I seen it. Yeah. Just, just imagine, just imagine what, what that was like. Well, the only people that had the joy was the one with the spirit of God in them. Mm-hmm. So and I think to change our way of looking at what we call Easter, if we can come in with a change of heart, a change of mind, and saying that, you know what, I always thought it was about Easter Sunday, Easter Bunny, the, the ham, and mm-hmm. always was like, mm-hmm. with not only the eggs, the Easter egg hunt, but the ham and the outfits and the Easter baskets and all that. We, we, we did all that. But the thing that I, that blessed me as a child, when they would call it Resurrection Sunday, 
And they used to have a service. They called it uh, full day service. Sunrise. And that was it's sunrise service. Yeah, sunrise. Mm-hmm. And they would go to the church before the sunrise and pray to pray, do have prayer and pray till the sun rose. Mm. And man, that thing that was that stirred up that stirred up something in the inside of me as a child. Mm-hmm. Didn't understand, but it was just it just stirred up something that that it made it real to me more. You know, mm-hmm. it made it real as a child that I could mm-hmm. see it. You know, not understand the depth of it. Right. This, and I, it wasn't about because wasn't nobody dressed up in sunrise service, but they was dressed up in the re- in the spirit. Mm-hmm. So they was on their knees, on uh, uh, praying and praising God, excited about what God was doing in their lives. So that's Amen. the thing that blessed me as a child, excited Amen. about what He was doing in their life. That He He did get up, He rose, and it, and you huh. can feel it. You can mm-hmm. feel it that He rose because yes. He rose in them. Yes. And this is what they brought made remembrance of. They brought they always brought that back to remembering. That was like a communion with God. And that was a remembrance that that particular Sunday, that sunrise service was just amazing. For me as a child, I remember that as a little kid, a little kid. I didn't understand it, but it was exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for the people of God and those that are listening to us, uh, there is a there is uh, a place that God brings us to where He wants us to dig deep and He wants us to start inquiring. Inquiring is different than asking. When you inquire about a thing, you begin to search for it. You begin to seek for it, and that's exactly where God wants us. Sometimes he makes life a mystery just for that, just so that we can have a deeper relationship with him. Because if if, if I'm just looking for you, I make, that might take me five minutes and I'm all done. I probably never look again. But when I go to that next level of seeking for you, now I'm going to turn over some stuff. I'm going to look up under some stuff. I'm going to look behind some things. And I believe that there's a hunger and a thirst coming to God's people. Well, we quit taking man's uh, answer and we begin to seek higher learning. And higher learning is us approaching God for a response and an answer. And I I believe that's a good place to be. Pastor Chris, I know you have a song for us. You give us a song and we're going to come back and we're going to go to our phone line so that we can answer any questions that may be, um, that someone may have on the phone line. Uh, Please hang in here with us. Uh, we want to answer your question. We want to pray uh, for you if that's where you stand in need of today. We're here to serve you. We're here to serve you. You have your, your own service on today. Uh, Elder John, Sister Tammy, uh, Sister Roberta, Pastor Chris, and myself, Lorraine Brown. We're here to serve you on today. So whatever you're standing in need of, we're going to come to the phone lines after uh, this song, and we're going to come for you. We're coming for you. So whatever you're standing in need of, we appreciate you. Pastor Chris. 
You're, you're, you're listening to TPV Virtual Radio. It's live right now on the Psalmist Voice on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network.
You're listening to Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Joe. Right now, PPV Radio. PPV Radio. Amen, amen. Amen. Before we go to our callers, I just realized I gave everyone the opportunity to go with the subject matter that was near and dear to their heart. And Sister Roberta, please forgive me. I didn't didn't ask you if there was something you wanted to share that was... um, burning in your spirit no no hey no i'm fine i'm fine (laughs) Uh, elder john did i ask you already uh yes ma'am okay okay pastor chris you got something you want to tear the house up with uh i i think i already did and see i'm not (laughs) trying to start no fires in the kitchen so i'm gonna go back and take my seat (laughs) <laughs> okay. All right. Pastor Chris, let's, let's see if the callers have any concern they want to bring to the floor so that we'll have ample time to answer and give um, whatever their needs are. Could, could we get our first caller, please? Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay, callers, we're going to only read the last four digits of your phone number. First up, 2606. 2606. You are live on the air. God bless you. 2606. That's a new number for us. I don't know that number. 2606, if you're just listening, uh, we thank God for you coming to the buffet on today. We pray that you've had something off the buffet that has fed your spirit. Feel free to come back. We're here every Saturday at noon. God bless you. Pastor Chris. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for calling, caller. 8637. 8637, you are live on the air. God bless you. Hey, everybody. This is Rose. I'm just listening today. Hey, Rose. Thank you for coming and listening for today. Hello, Prince, and hey, Zion. God bless you all. Thank you, sis. Pastor Chris. Next caller, 4483. 4483, you are alive. God bless you. Hello, Pastor Jackson. He may have his phone on mute. Hello. Hey, hey. I hear you now, sir. God bless bless everyone. Uh, I I am uh, love to answer that. We have heard so far on the the study of the the phone that called about the
It's a family affair on the buffet today. That's another one of my little sisters. That's the one I call Shorty. Thank you, Shorty. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last caller. 6015. 6015. You are live on the air. God bless you. That's one of my most favorite people in the world. Hey, Miss Lucille. If you got your phone on mute, unmute your phone. Lucille Priester. Do you hear me? I hear you, baby girl. Dr. Maker and Lucille Priester enjoying the show. Thank you for uplifting my soul today. Aww. Thank you Glad for calling. I need Amen. Bless you. Amen. Our callers are priceless. Uh, thank you, Pastor Chris. Uh, we so enjoy having our callers to call in. We realize that there are some who listen to us by way of the download. I don't know how to do that. Pastor Chris, I'm going to ask you if you could explain uh, how people can download the app where they can listen without having to dial in. The dial-in is the only thing I understand. So could you kind of explain the, the if, they, if they missed the show and they want to go back and listen to it, how to do that too, sir? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, there are multiple ways to do it, but I'll give you the simple way. We are on the app called Live 365. Live 365, you can get it on your Google Store or Google Play Store or Apple Store. Once you download it, you buy, it's going to give you a promotional saying you have to, you can pay $9.99 a month to get unlimited stuff. You can bypass that by just hitting the X button. Once you do that, you go to the search engine and you type in the Psalmist Voice Radio Network or just put the Psalmist Voice. It'll pop up our logo, which is purple. Then you hit the heart button and you can... And it'll automatically save on your phone. So every time we're live or you want to listen to any programming that we have recorded already, like this one, you can hear it. it and our, most of our live shows will play the following week. And a lot of times, like right now, we're live, but the same show will air next week. So with another simple thing, you can download it right off of Facebook on our Facebook page, just like our Facebook page at TPV Radio, like the page, and you can click on the link that says Saturday Buffet, click it, and you can download it, you can listen to it live, and that's another way you can do it, which is very easy for most people, they just go to our site and just click the link, and they listen to the show, but if you want to carry TPV with you 24-7, just download Live 365, Search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, hit the heart button, and that's it. So that's all the plugs that I have. And also, since I have a moment real quick, if everyone on this panel has not voted, we still you still can vote. Go to the stellarawards.com. That's the easiest way. Click on the ballot. It'll say uh, ballot uh, vote now, something like that on the, on the page. Vote. We are category five, and we are listed as www.tpvradionetwork.com. Pastor Christopher Newton. You will see it kind of in the middle of everyone else in the category five. 
But if you have not voted, please vote. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. And it's because of you we are in this position. So we are thank you. We thank you so much. So Sister Lorraine, Sister Roberta, back to you. If, uh, thank you, uh, thank you, uh, Pastor Chris. Uh, you were right on. You were right on time because my next question to you was to share with our listeners how they could vote for the radio station for the Stellar Award. Now you you said panel, but anyone can vote for this, right? Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay, so to be perfectly clear, Pastor Chris says you go to the stellarawardcom you click on www.thepsalmistvoice.ttvradio.com, and you look for yes. Pastor Christopher Newton, and you can uh, cast your vote there. We would appreciate yes, all of our listeners, which we have uh, quite a few new listeners on today. We're grateful for you uh, coming to the show, and we pray that God has uh, richly blessed your life for your coming, uh, that it has not been in vain. Um, Sister Roberta, take it, something let, to me. S- Go ahead, Pastor Lorraine, Chris. I, I just, yes. I'm sorry. Um, to make it easier, when you go to the website, thestellowars.com, it is under mm-hmm. current events, and then you click okay. radio ballot. That's how you can vote. That's the easiest way to do it. And then look look okay. us up on Category 5, and there you go. So there you go. I'm done. Back to you. Oh, that sounds good. StellarAwards.com is where you is that the website you go to, and you click on Current Event Radio Ballot, and you vote there for the TPV uh, radio station that's providing information and revelations to you. You feed the hand that feeds you. Amen. Amen. And amen. Uh, Sister Roberta said something to me. I uh, text me something, and. Um, if it hit my spirit, I'm going to share it. Uh, that's just who I am. She says, Jesus is Easter. Jesus is Easter. Sister Roberta, help the people understand Jesus being Easter. <clears throat> because Easter represents the resurrection. If Jesus hadn't come, he could not have been resurrected. So because Amen. of his coming, Jesus... We have the resurrection, and through it, we have Easter, which gives us the opportunity, those that give us a chance to witness to those that don't know what the resurrection is all about. Even in the <clears throat> grocery store when we're shopping, we can ask people, do you know what Easter represents, what it means? And hmm. then that gives us, that's a, that's a witnessing tool, it represents Jesus, because Jesus hmm. came and he died. And he rose again. <clears throat> because of that, we have the, the uh, holiday we call Easter. So that's a platform that, that we can use for ministry, uh, our evangelist tool, that Jesus is Easter. And when we, uh, when we do that, I believe people will become more aware and open because we, you, you know, the, the, uh, the marketing place, you said something that was really powerful early. You said you got $5 and you went bought your little outfit and you mm-hmm. bought uh, other things that you wanted. Something to eat. Well, what you, mm-hmm. yeah, what you, what you were telling the market people that you got money this, 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 at this time, this particular time of year. So mm-hmm. they had to put something on the market for you to buy. 
Right. And when, right. The, when the money increased, they increased their product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it became more more of of uh, perhaps back then you might have been you might have not been in church. Maybe you were just getting a little sundress or or, or short set. But then mm-hmm. they said, okay, we have those that are going to church. So now we can we can target the church. Mm-hmm. So they target your money with what you buy. That's true. We That's why that. they want your zip code when you go to the store, so they can know where you're coming from. Right, right. We did that, but mm-hmm. if we can put that money. If we now that we know better, we can do better and put that money Amen. in a place that it will be more productive for us and not them. Right, right. And then we and money is a powerful really tool celebrate. that witnesses to people what we really want. Exactly, and then we can really celebrate the resurrection. Because we can mm-hmm. come in there praising and, and shouting and giving God glory, truly from our heart. Because sometimes, uh, you know, you're so tired from cooking all night. And Sunday morning, you got to get up. You're tired. You really don't have energy to do much praising and dancing and praising God because you're tired. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's funny because that's one of the reasons, Sister Roberta, I really never bought a pair of red bottoms. Not because I couldn't get them. I didn't buy them because everybody I seen with red bottoms on, they wanted everybody to know they was red bottoms. So they did something to pick their feet up. And I saw how silly that was to, to have these shoes on that you wanted everybody to know, look, guys, I got on red bottoms. And so I knew that I would be just as silly <laughs> with my red bottoms on. So I kept I my her, bottoms black. I told, a young lady, I told a young lady, don't you buy your mama no red bottoms. She'll be walking on her hands. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Right, uh, because because of such because it has such a reputation with it, and every everybody I've seen that had on a pair of red bottoms, they took a picture with their foot up, and they and and you had to you had to get that bottom of that shoe, or they put their foot up in the air some kind of way. Everybody had to know that shoes was red bottoms, and so if mm-hmm. I put them shoes on for Easter, you I you rest sure Easter ain't gonna be about Jesus. It's gonna be about them bottom shoes. And so I have nothing against red bottles. Huh? What name should we put emphasis on? Jesus. The name Jesus. Jesus. And every time we we try to take him out of the equation, it really shows how silly we really are. I I remember, um, and and I'm going somewhere with this, I remember when um, I got some education up under my belt. And Roberta's always been the realist in my life. She's always been that button that you can push to get the real answer. It pops up. She's just like a cookie machine or something. And and when we got the degree, she said, don't be going around telling people you this and you that. She said, because it's not about that. She said, people have doctor degrees and they're going around hollering about doctor this and I'm doctor that and all their patients is dying. That just made so much wow. sense to me. She said, just be. If you are, if you have a doctoral degree, just be a doctor. If you are an evangelist, evangelize. If, if you are a pastor, pastor. You don't have to go around and every time you open your mouth, I'm Pastor Chris. I'm Dr. Doolittle. I'm evangelist <laughs> this. Because people, once you start putting your name out, they're going to start watching you. And if you say I'm doctor and you eating off the floor, something wrong with that. Doctors, real doctors don't eat off the floor. Real doctors are, sanit- are sanitation people because they've been to school and learned 
that eating off the floor is not quite a good thing. It's not a good. It's not a good look. So if you put on a pair of red bottoms or purple bottoms and don't have the the, the tools to go with it, you just kind of bringing attention to yourself that you're not ready for. And I thank God for reality checks. I thank God for realistic people in my life that could tell me not what I want to hear. Tell me what I need to know. And that's all we're trying to do on the buffet today is tell you Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus is the reason why we celebrate Easter. To remember what he did. Not how many eggs the hen laid and not how much dye we can buy. Not how much we can go to the beauty shop and shopping. It's about Jesus. I heard a story earlier today, and I want to throw this out because we're going to do our housekeeping, bringing this thing to a close. Heard a young man today on the prayer line I was on. This young man really spoke to my spirit. I don't know him personally. He talked about going, uh, going on a trip to minister and how when he got where he was going, the people that he was going to minister to had arranged for him to have anything he wanted once he got there and got to his hotel. And he was a person like myself. I love pasta. He said he ate so much pasta and all the stuff he shouldn't have got off his routine. And he said he was on his flight headed home after a week of splurging on his dietary needs. He said he started feeling a little funny on his flight, but he, he, he ignored it. He said when he got home, one of the first people he went to see was his mother. He said when he saw his mother, he said his mother looked at him and said, what's wrong with you? There's something that's off. He said, oh, Mom, I'm fine. So he went on, and by the time he got home, in the middle of the night, he got sick. His, his sugar level was 700 and something. He was past comatose. He wow. said that he was at the hospital, and they induced coma. Or, 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 it put him in an induced coma. He said he was in that hospital bed, and he said he could hear the, he could hear the doctors uh, talking about his condition. But that's when Jesus kicked in. And he said the Lord was showing him how we're never in a place where we can throw off all of our restraints and live like we want to live because we're blood-bought. And we should always have some types of bars that we, have, uh, that we reach and then we say, I ain't going no further than that. I, ain't, I'm not, you know, I can do this because it's open to me, but I'm not going to do that because that's not beneficial. That's not going to work God's best in my life. So the doctor told his wife, says, when we get your husband, when we, when we bring him out of this coma, he's going to have the mind of a five-year-old because of the damage that his blood sugar levels have done. I want to talk about the real reason for Easter. It wasn't about what the doctor's uh, education told him, but it was about what Dr. Jesus said. This man of God came out of this coma, and he was not fine the day he came out. He was agitated as he went home. And the doctor told his wife, said, don't let him do nothing that caused him to be here. Don't let him get into any stressful situation. So she was trying to protect him, and she told him, you can't handle any business because of the condition you've been in. But his partner, he's a record producer, and his partner kept saying, man, I don't know this side of the business. I need your input. 
There are people that's calling me. I'm talking about Jesus, thanks to God. There are people calling me about your side of the business, and I don't know how to explain it. I just need you to help me. So his wife told him, say, I'm going to allow you to take one phone call. I'm going to allow you to take one phone call of the business, and then I'm going to pull back the reins again. He said he took the one phone call. He said he went home from the hospital with 19 medications. Right there, they tell you mm. he's in trouble. He said 19 medications he was taking. And he said, but but let, let me go back a little bit. This was around Easter time when this man of God went to preach. He was going to a church called St. John. He was 39 years old. And the man that gave the man gave him a scripture, told him, I want you to preach on John 3.16. See what I'm saying? God is in a thing from the beginning. He's going to preach at St. John's church. And his mission is to preach on John 3.16. So John 3.16 showed him, for God so loved the world that he gave. And God was in this thing from the beginning. So he took that one phone call. And the man on the other end of the line says, uh, my prophet won't you. And the man said he hung up on him every time he said my prophet. He said, what kind of call is this? Well, somebody start off a phone call, they prophet. Who is your prophet? But he hung up on that man for a long time, but the man was adamant. Sometimes you have to take no and allow no to push you forward to keep on trying. Somebody on the, on the call today has been getting a no. No, 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 no. And I'm coming to tell you today, by the power that God has invested in me, don't let no be your final answer. Go back again. Go back again. Go back again. So this last time the man called him, he said, sir, please don't hang up on me no more. He said, uh, prophet is why, uh, Bynum wants to buy and one of your songs. It was a it was a business opportunity. It was a financial blessing opportunity. But the enemy was trying to get in it to make it not be as prosperous as it turned out to be. He told the number of 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 of, of um he told the number of records that was made from this song that she got from him. And what I'm trying to tell you is when that man uh, uh, blood sugar levels was over 700. The enemy wanted to kill him. He never wanted to see him come to a financial stability place in his life. The enemy wants to take you out, brothers and sisters in Christ who are listening to me today. He does not want you to come to a place in God where you see God the way God want to be seen, the way God can be seen. In the year that others die in your life, you shall see the Lord high and lifted up. And God is saying he wants to fill our temples with his train. He wants to open up doors of opportunity, but we keep getting no's. They keep telling us, no, your product is not good enough. No, we don't need your services. And I'm telling you, go back again. Wow. Take that dressing back again, Sister Roberta. It is worthy of a financial blessing in your life. Take your dressing back again. Take that macaroni cheese back again. Take that gumbo back again. Take that or take them cakes back again. Take them back. Go back to go back to some of the people you've already been to that told you no. They told you no, but they can, they said to themselves, why did I tell that woman no? She got the best dressing I ever ate. Take it back again. Go get your wealth. 
God has already laid it out for us. And we hear no and we're walking away with rejection. And God said, I never rejected you. Take it back again. Take it back again. Take your take take it take the opportunity to take it back again. Be responsible for what God has given you. And this man does not have the mind of a five-year-old. He's a man of God, great man of God. But if he had to listen to the doctor, the professional, he'd have still been laying by the pool. He never would have gotten in the water if it had been for somebody else to come and help him in. Yes, you feel crippled. Yes, you feel lame. But in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up. Take up your bed and walk. And not only do God want us to walk, but God is saying, run. Run. Run and the shackles shall fall off of your feet. I'm looking at Forrest Gump in my mind's eye. And I see Forrest Gump running. At first he was running with a handicap. And as he ran, his handicap fell off. And as we run, men and women of God, our handicaps and shackles shall fall off. Greatness is in you. Greatness is for you. Victory does belong to you. It does. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Pastor Chris, we've been here at the Stellar Award before. We've been right here where we've been nominated before. And we didn't get to go through. So that was a form of rejection. But we're gonna stand here, we're gonna stand here this time saying victory belongs to Jesus and victory belongs to us. Stella Ward, here we come. We're not taking no as an answer. We believe God. We believe God. We're gonna do our housekeeping and we're gonna go ahead and finalize our thoughts on today. I'm just grateful to be here with this great uh, uh, people of God. And I lost my list. Come on back here where you at. I got my names on my list. And I'm looking for my list. Lord Jesus. Bet you I know who it is. We want to remember our three greatest listeners on today. We want to remember our listeners on today. And I had their names wrote down like I don't know them. But, you know, I, you, I have a senior moment. Pastor Jackson came over here and told my age. Sister Dorothy, Sister Dorothy Curry, her caretaker, Sister Lucille, and Sister Shirley Allen, we want to remember you on today. You, you guys uh, bless our heart when you come and you uh, allow us to be able to minister to you. Uh, we, um, we love you, Sister Curry and Sister Dorothy. And as she called me that gal, I love it. I love it because it's time now to go back to realness. You don't need to call me doctor anybody because if my patients are dying, I don't need to be labeled as a doctor. I need to be labeled as that gal. We also remember uh, Sister Shirley Allen, I believe is, is Lucille's sister's name. She's also uh, Miss Dorothy's caretaker. Uh, also, we want to remember uh, Sister uh, Ella Priester. Sister Ella Priester, her, these, these ladies are getting ready to have birthdays. Sister Dorothy's getting ready to be 96 this year. Sister Ella's getting ready to be 97, and Sister uh, Ursa Lee Aaron is getting ready to be 93. But Sister Ella's priest um, caretakers are Sister Leola and Sister Josie. Those are her two daughters that uh, care for her. And uh, Sister Ursa Lee Aaron, her two daughters are Edna Moore. 
and Sister Jeanette Pontoon. And we're thankful for them on today. Uh, Sister Tammy, we're going to ask that you um, would pray for our listeners on today. We want to pray for our listeners. We want to be a place that they can come and receive from God, that their eyes of understanding will be open for Easter and not only Easter for their life. So we want to pray a blessing on our on our listeners on today. Sister Roberta, are you uh, clear? You have something, uh, final remarks you want to make this? Sister Roberta? You can't hear. I was on, no, I think you did an awesome job with the final remarks. Well, we, 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 thank, we thank God for, for today's uh, Elder John, you have any final remarks you want to make? We're going to release uh, Sister Tammy to pray for us on today. Hey, man, um, just real quick, um, the, the story you told is amazing how God is because I didn't share anybody my testimony that um, I was struck back at the end of November. The enemy tried to attack my body, and my blood should have went up to 700, amen? But by the Lalo. grace of God, by the grace of God, um, I went to the hospital, and they was able to get it down, and I was sent home the next day. And right now, it's still been a control, but I know it's by the grace of God um, that he um, controlled that blood sugar for me. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. I didn't know that, uh, Brother uh, Elder John. I did not know Amen. that at all. I heard I heard the young man uh, uh, speak about that uh, this morning. Uh, I am going to try and get in touch with uh I think his name is Pastor Armstead. I don't know anything about him other than what he uh, said this morning. I'm going to try to get a hold of Pastor Armstead through someone that I know that knows him and see if we can't get him on the buffet to talk about that experience because, you know, nobody can tell your story like you. You know, I probably Amen. left some parts out. I'm going to get Pastor Armstead to come back and uh, share that. And perhaps that day when I get Pastor Armstead, I'll give you a buzz and see if you can't be on that show as well. Uh, uh, Amen. Uh, Pastor Chris, do you have any final thoughts you want to share with the people before we get Sister Tammy to pray? Uh, I I believe we hit it right on the nose, so I don't have anything else to add because I'm not trying to start another fire. But God bless you all. <laughs> Amen. It's a good thing. I, it, it's such a good feeling when it's time to come to uh, the table with you guys. Um I'm, I'm excited when it's time to come to the table because we live in our life to please God. And when we're, when we're uh, enabling God's people to be blessed, when we're able to be a vehicle that God uses to transport his people from point A to point B, that's an amazing uh, feeling. That's an amazing feeling. And we're living in a time now where people are enslaving uh, people, and we're living in a time where you go to the grocery store and your life might be required of you because some madman might run in there and want to shoot people down. We're living in a time where we better know God and know him on a personal level where he not, we not only can call on him, but we've heard him answer us before. So it's a time not to take away your time, but I want to give you the floor. I want, uh, want us to just, Pray for the people. We're all going to be in agreement with you in prayer because we believe in corporate prayer. We believe that the, the, the fervent prayer of the righteous avails much in God. And we want to pray for people's wealth, health, and well-being, and anything that they stand in need of that, that God has for them. We want to see doors open for them. We want the phone lines to be opened up and people say, well, on, on that day you prayed for me, the opportunity knocked on my door and came. And we want to believe God in a miraculous way. 
this Easter season. We don't want this season to be like any other Easter season. We don't want this to be about the eggs and the egg hunt. We want this to be about Jesus. Sister Tammy, however the Spirit leads you, you have the floor. Sister Tammy, are you there? Yes. Can you guys hear me? We hear you now, baby. Okay. Amen. Well, Father God, we come before you humble as we know how, thanking and praising you for being our rock, for being our foundation, being our sustainer. God, and we come now asking you that you will continue to shower down your blessings upon our lives, upon our household. We know that the enemy's job is to come to steal, kill, and destroy. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that with long life you shall satisfy us and show us your salvation. So now we thank you, Holy Spirit, that every attack and assignment of the enemy has already been stopped and has already been blocked. He still is defeated and we still are victorious. We thank you, Lord God, that even as we embark upon what the world has called Easter Sunday, we thank you, Lord God, that your revelation and understanding will take hold in us, God, that we will seek your faith even the more, that as we begin to seek you, we learn of you. We take our shield of faith, God, and we walk it out, God. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that no weapon formed against us will be able to prosper, that no plague shall come nigh our dwelling. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the center of our home. We declare that anything that is not from you has to leave our homes now in the name of Jesus. Cleanse us and fill us with your peace, God. We thank you for your goodness and blessings over our lives. We invite you, Holy Spirit, this week and the rest of our lives, God, to just have your way. And if any one of us that are not saved and want to repent and get our lives rededicated back to you, God, we thank you, Lord God, that with our mouth we declare that you are Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that we believe that you were raised on the um, third day, God. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that by your stripes we are already healed. So, Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we bless you for what you're doing in our lives. And we ask you right now, Lord, that you will continue to heal. Give us divine healing, God. We thank you, Lord God, that no sickness or illness shall come into our dwelling. So, Father, we thank you that you will continue to allow us to enjoy the fruits of our labor. In the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father, if there are any elements that the people are battling, we thank you for a boldness and a confidence to come forward to you and to tell you, allow us that as we're on this panel to meet the needs of your people. Father, not that it is for gain of our own, but that you will be glorified in this panel. You will be glorified in this radio show. And we ask for your favor for the Stella Award, God, that Pastor Chris has been honored to be a part of a nomination, God. Baffle his mind like you have began, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we cast out all fear right now, all fiery darts of the enemy. We cast it out now. For your word declares that whatsoever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Loose your power right now that it will set forth a fire ablaze for your nation and for your people that are called upon your name. So, God, we thank you that our lives are being changed for the better from today, God. We ask that you will continue to grace us with your presence, to grace us with your kindness, God. Grace us with your love, your unfailing love. In the mighty name of Jesus.
Jesus. We honor you. We celebrate you. We salute you, God. And we just ask that you will continue to have your way. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for uh, coming today to the panel. Um, uh, We'll see you at the buffet. Pastor Chris, the song, and we're done for today. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. Bye-bye.
Radio, Central Texas.